Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Bill Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. Christianity is so unique in the sense that we're not under rules and regulations, under laws. We're, we have a personal relationship with God, and a lot of us heard God when He spoke to us and called us into this sweet relationship with Him. Who's, who's like that? That God spoke to you, that you heard God in your heart. Now, what, what we got to be careful of is that we come into the life of the church, that we don't end up just abiding to a lot of sensibilities of, you know, coming and, you know, behaving and uh, coming under, you know, this behavior system. But no, that we actually continue to be hooked up with God and commune with Him and speak with Him. You know, the Bible says pray unceasingly. That doesn't really mean, you know, pray as such, but it means that you're always harking back and you're always sort of, uh, I, I guess, abiding in God and, and mindful of God and communing with God, that you always know that He's there and that even in your subconscious and even in your mind, but even especially in your heart, you're always communing with Him. Who's a bit like that? No matter where you go, you're just communing with God. And God's speaking to you. And that's how God, that's how God, like if I didn't speak to Julie, if I just knew of her and uh, didn't speak to her and she didn't listen to me and I didn't listen to her and we didn't actually, that, well that actually happens, but, uh, <laughs> that actually happens, but you know, you keep that happening, man. Guys, let me tell you, you're not going to get nothing. I mean, you're going to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, we're ready. What do you mean we're ready? I don't even know you. I don't even know you. Who are you? <laughs> Bible says, my sheep, my sheep know my voice. They will not follow the voice of a stranger. And, uh, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta work at this stuff of befriending God, loving God. It's all, not all, and, and He wants you to be a friend. He said, I no longer call you servants, but I call you friend. And so you gotta, you gotta, you gotta just chill out and, you know, dance with Him. Some guys don't like dancing. But, He's getting convicted right there, right? There. But you've got to learn how to dance, guys. And, oh, I, I can't dance like John Travolta. I can't dance like who's Usher or uh, I, I can't dance like Fred Astaire. I don't know. No, we don't, you don't want to dance like Fred Astaire. Um, you know, you've got to learn to dance with God. You've got to learn to just chill out in God and get in the rhythm of grace and hang out with Him. And uh, hang out with him, man. Hey, can Johnny come out today? And He's not coming out today. He's got some stuff to do. 
Oh, come on. I just want to chill out with him today. Come on. God just wants to hang out with you. And that's the great thing about the Christian faith, that we don't, ha- we, we don't abide by just a set of rules, that we, we, we hang out in this reality check that God's supernatural and he wants to speak to you and love you and bless you. And he wants to constantly remind you of his love, constantly remind you of his heart towards you. Hey, guess what? If you get that, if you live in that, parents, fathers, you, you, you get that and then you give that to your kids. You give that to your kids. Otherwise, you just give them your own stuff. And you go, well, I had a hard life. You're going to have a hard life, you know. My dad didn't talk to me. I'm not going to talk to you either, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, you know. You know, but hang on, hang on. Yeah, I didn't have a great upbringing. But you know what? Forget that. You know, God loves your kid. You know, God's got a great plan for you. Oh, man, you know, it's cool. Give us a hug here. Yeah. God wants to speak to you to speak through you. That's what preaching's about. God's speaking to me now. I'm, I'm preaching that out. It's the same as parenting. God speaks to you and then you speak it back out. And that's how you love your wife. That's how you love your children. If you never hear God, oh, I don't know about this guy. Yeah, we go to church, but yeah, God's far off cosmic ruler of the universe. And No, man, he's personal. He's loving you. Oh, man, he's just... Oh, he just interest in every detail of your life. He's, you know, he cares about the haircut you got, and you know, he cares about the clothes you wear. And he loves it when you you get in your boots, and you love your boots, and and uh, he just loves it. Oh, no, that's 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 not right. God's God's dealing with all this drama. There's an antichrist. There's wars. There's poverty. Yeah, there is. But God's immense enough and huge enough to deal with the little stuff and the big stuff at the same time. God loves his children. We're his children. He's not saying, hurry up, grab, stop fooling around. Look at you, carrying on that frivolity and foolishness. Parents get a bit upset with their kids. That's why. Have kids when you're young, not when you get older, parents. Because when you get older, you go, oh, man, what do you... Do? You want me to slide down the slippery dip with it? No, no, I'm not doing that at 35 years of age. Come on. Of course you get Julie. One of her breakthrough things was she got when she got healed. Because Julie went through a lot of inner healing. And uh, she said, you know what? I'm going to go down that slippery dip that I was always, you know, always intimidated, but always just just didn't happen for me. Playgrounds and having fun in parks and that. Pull over. What what are you talking about? No, pull over now. There's there's one now. I've been spying that out. Pull over at the park. Down she goes once. Hurry up. Come on. Down again. Yeah, but that's what she wanted to do. I mean, Bible says that we're, you know, you know, Jesus. When the children came to Jesus, is this cool? Is this all right? Lost all the notes. I knew. I, knew, I thought this was going to happen. When Jesus walked through a town, the, the little ones, seven or eight, even nine, would run to Jesus, and the disciples say, "Hey, now come on. He's, he's an important. He's going to man. He's too important for you, little kids. Can you?" Keep your kids under wrap. Jesus said, no, the kingdom belongs to one such as these. 
The kids, meaning that kids have this innocence and just this beautiful innocence about them that is able to interpret who Jesus is, relate to Jesus without pretense, without trying to impress him, because that's what you do when you get older. You try and impress and you, you know, but the little children, Jesus said, unto one such as this, the kingdom belongs. I said last week, um, sheep, we're likened to sheep in the Bible um, because sheep are simple, uncomplicated. And don't we get complicated as we get older? We get more calculating. We barcode people. We we put like when you get your groceries, you get your product and you, yeah, I thought he was one of those. You put him, yeah, got her number two. And, but when you're young, when you're simple, I mean, when you're young and innocent, untainted by the world and, un, you know, you just love everyone. And you're just like, you're like Andrew Flaxman who just wants to bless and encourage everyone, even at two o'clock in the morning. It's, uh... But sheep are uncomplicated and they apparently keep their eye on the, the shepherd a lot. And then the shepherd is very intentional of leading them to the best pastures. And the church is called the pasture of his love. And if we keep our eyes on Jesus, and if we just lighten up a little bit and keep it a little bit simple and uncomplicated and keep our eyes and ears open to Jesus, he can lead us into good times. Ultimately, God, the love letter God's love letter called the Bible ultimately proposes to us a good life. <laughs> a good life. A life that's happy. Now we should be serious. We should be weeping. Yeah, there is times of weeping. There's times of crying. And life is tough. But at the end of the day, God wants you to be happy. God wants you to, man, have a great, great friends a great life, and then give that life away. I'm sure as I was watching the TV, the Christian TV station, watching these um, Indian, Indian people banging away in a rock quarry because they were $600 in debt. They borrowed $600 from the rock quarry owner and now they were in debt not just for their life, but generationally they were in debt. And so the two, three-year-old kids, three, four-year-old kids, say, because you can swing a hammer maybe at two, three, were literally in the quarry banging the rocks also. There was mum, there was dad, there was the kids banging, hammering, crushing rocks in a dry rock quarry. I'm sure that's not God's will. That's not God's will. You know, if we can receive the voice of God unto our life, we can receive so much of His heart for our friends, the family in the rock quarry, the people that God puts on your heart to love and to bless. 
But if you can't hear the voice of God and you can't receive the love of God, it's hard to give that love away. Ultimately, God wants to love us that we might love others. Is that true? Um, I'm not going to be able to to do any of this um, because... Do you want me to do the last page? Is that cool? I said something like this. Let's believe we can train our children up to recognize God's voice for themselves and live always out of his voice, his vision and purpose for their life. That is, Dave, that's the best thing you could ever do. Help your children hear God. Because you can't be with your children all the time. And we can't lord it over our children. But you can help them hear the heart of God for a situation, for their life and for others. And with that voice that they can hear when they're born again, because that's that's the requirement, that is the, the fact that we need to be born again so that our spirit is regenerated by the Holy Spirit and then the Holy Spirit can allow you to hear. That channel of grace, by the way, is the best thing you can ever give anyone. To hear God and from that, that channel, that open door. Seek, ask, knock. Seek, ask, knock. And the door opens and all of a sudden, man, God, He loves me, even me. And once anyone feels that, he's ready to stand up under any situation and do, and even do God's bidding. And that's why people want to do God's bidding because they have received amazingly from God in such a dramatic way. I said that last, last week that, um, some years ago, Julie and I, um, we were coming to church. It was all good, but we, we, in the early 90s, we um, had a massive encounter with God. And, um, and of course, we were never the same again. We were forever ruined for the ordinary. You ever heard of that saying? Ruined for the ordinary. And we were now hearing God 24-7. We couldn't turn this down. You know how some people like the TV on all the time? Even, it's real, real I can't handle it, man. And... Um, Some people who don't have peace do that, actually, to try and create some sort of sense of... Anyway. But when you're hearing God, and when you're in the presence of God, you like to be able to abide in that presence no matter where you go. And especially as you get down the track in practicing His presence and practicing hearing His voice, you then take that into your home and then you create this environment in your home. Is this helping someone? Where, where your home becomes like a place of his presence. And then you find yourself just got that light worship music. Most of my worship music now is just atmospheric, ambient, just sort of, just atmosphere. And because why? Because I'm constantly hearing God. God's communing with me. We're chilling out with each other. He's expressing awesome stuff. He's layering in in my mind, thoughts and his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. 
as the heavens are higher than the earth, so is his thoughts, so are his ways. We're always trying to extrapolate the best way through life, aren't we? Trying to navigate, especially as a minister, trying to navigate. Because I'm leading you, I'm, I'm leading the people into a fairer land, into the promised land. And we've got to be hearing God. And so that's what you can have too, ultimately. You can have that sense of hearing your awesome, extraordinary, fascinating, intriguing, exciting, mysterious, yet accessible being, our God. I stated this last week, normal Christianity should mean hearing God's voice. God has a detailed, remarkable plan consistent with his character. He is a remarkable God. But he never asks us to make up some plans and then ask him to bless them. No, we read in Jeremiah 10.23, I know, O Lord, that a man's life is not his own. It is not for a man to direct his steps. And I said this, okay, so obviously in order for us to know what his plans for our lives are, we must be able to hear his voice. The good news is this, in Proverbs 20.24, and the guys can't put these up because I'm not on the same page. I've actually not even preaching my message this morning, but the Lord's speaking through me and someone needs this. A good man's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand his way? I love this scripture and it's the basis of what, of what we're speaking. John 10, 3 and verse 4 and 27. Jesus said that his sheep hear his voice, know his voice and follow him. But then again, we did say sheep are very simple and uncomplicated. Okay, let me let me just give you the, the first page. Let's give um, the, the John 17 verse 2, and then we'll just finish up on a couple of these. And I said at the start, Christianity is unique among religions, for it alone offers a personal relationship with the Creator, beginning here and now and lasting through eternity. Jesus declared, this is eternal life, that they may know God. Say, know God. John 17, verse 2. And I did say, unfortunately, many in the church have lost that inner knowing, inner voice, or inner ability to hear God, to know God. And that is going to cause you no end of troubles. Jeremiah 7, 23, 24 says this, But this command I gave them, Obey my voice and I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk in all the way that I command you, that it may be well with you. But they did not obey or incline their ear, but walked in their own counsels and stubbornness of their evil hearts and went backwards instead of not forward. Not a good day. God ultimately wants to speak to us. I know that for a fact. I love this too. I said last week that we haven't got the faintest idea what we should do. and um, But then the Bible says in John 8.47, which is quite reassuring, he who, he who is of God hears God's words. And in John 18.37, everyone who is of the truth hears my voice got to hear him folks and then and then of course i'll drop in this little bit about parenting about hearing god and allowing god to we're allowing um 
our children to have this open channel to hear God and feel God and experience God. It's, it's a powerful thing. Then they would understand the God that's within them and all that he wants to do. In Philippians 1, 6, it says, um, he who began a good work in them will carry it on to completion. No doubt, I believe that for these children that we're here today. The God that began a good work, even in their mother's womb, is going to complete it. One way or another, it's going to happen. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose. Imagine that. Imagine you could raise your children up believing that they are going to do God's will and are going to act according to his good will in their life. Imagine that. Imagine raising your children up, realizing they've got this huge, humongous disposition of knowing God, hearing God, but then knowing in their heart of hearts that they've got to do the right thing. Let's pray that our that our children always hear God, know God, love God, feel God. Let's all stand up. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.